Well, hello everyone and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. This is a pretty intense show all the time because we're always streaming stories about this new economy, how people are adapting, adapting. 13 months of COVID and people here locally are still trying to figure out how to deal with this economy. But top of mind have been our stories with our reporter, uh, Mark Furman, at the uh, director at Tarlow Breed Hart and Rogers on impeachment. So welcome back, Mark, and we look forward to this segment. Hello, Mark Jeffrey, Breed. great to be with you. Thank you very much. Boy, this is the story that just keeps giving, isn't it, Mark? Well, it seems like the uh, former president is in the news as often uh, since he's left office as when he was in office, which was daily. So we just had a, a number of decisions uh, of interest, but I would say the, the main one was the decision of the United States Supreme Court uh, with no dissent to deny the uh, stay of the delivery of uh, his tax returns and other financial information from the Mazer accounting firm, which had been the Trump organization's longtime accountants for the period 2011 to, I believe it's August, 2019. This is something that the district attorney in New York and Manhattan, uh, Cy Vance has been seeking. It's been litigated up to the Supreme Court once. Um, it was uh, remanded. The main argument of uh, the president, ex-president was uh, rejected by the court, but they gave him another bite at the apple to argue uh, a few other issues. And uh, he lost those. The Second Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed and uh, ordered that the documents be produced and the Supreme Court uh, refused uh, the request for an emergency stay. So all of that treasure trove of documents will be delivered imminently to the district attorney as part of the grand jury investigation of the Trump Organization, which started out as uh, dealt with uh, issues around the secret payoffs to uh, 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 the two women uh, during the election campaign in 2016, but from reports has morphed into an investigation into potential bank fraud, insurance fraud, tax fraud, you know, and it really of interest, it speaks to the valuations were the valuations that were given to on insurance claims, on tax returns, on bank loans, the same, or were there discrepancies? Um, you know, some cases deal with the fact that, you know, borrowers go to a bank and tell the bank that their assets are worth a gazillion dollars, you know, something like your assets, Jeffrey. And then, and, and then uh, they go to the, the tax authority and they say their assets are worth negative uh, $10 million. And so it's those kind of discrepancies that would be of interest if they exist. Um, you know, there is a little bit of a public peak uh, of, of what the tax returns reveal because the New York Times did some stories. They got access to some tax returns. And uh, basically it showed that 
you know, Mr. Trump seldom paid income taxes. And uh, in some years, I believe it was 2016 and 17, um, the federal income tax uh, on his returns was $750. Can I just dumb this down for a second, Mark? Because I want to make sure everybody's clear. Because uh, I think I'm clear and I want to make sure. Because I've seen this a few times over my career as a management consultant. So if somebody borrows an amount of money, we'll say $10 million, uh, and they've used a fraudulent number to borrow against because you can borrow a percentage of your assets, then that is bank fraud. And from what I've seen in the past, I've seen a few people go to jail for that. So if, That's if, right. if Trump has falsified his number uh, to, I mean, if he's a normal citizen, if a normal citizen falsifies their numbers to get bank loans, uh, could it potentially Donald Trump go to prison? Well, Yes, potentially. Yes, they have to prove it. And that's, uh, you know, like every criminal case beyond a reasonable doubt. And there's a difference between a charge, which he hasn't been charged, and conviction. But there is a grand jury investigation. They're secret. So we don't know, uh, you know, what the witnesses have said. We know that uh, Michael Cohen, his former lawyer slash fixer is cooperating um, with the district attorney's office. So we don't know what the evidence that has been presented to the grand jury is. But, you know, we have a strong uh, uh, process to protect the rights of defendants. So we'll just have to see what happens. But also it's not the only potential criminal investigation. We still have the investigation in, in Georgia around that phone call he made to the Georgia Secretary of State where he referenced the term finding votes, um, just, just a sufficient number of votes to turn the Georgia election. And so those are two, um, two uh, situations we know of where he's at least being criminally investigated. Um, and we'll see whether charges arise. Meantime, uh, one of the uh, members of the House of Representatives brought a civil suit against him, uh, naming him relating to uh, the allegation that he incited the violence on the Capitol. Um, so there's that, that, that is just starting. We'll see how that plays out. And we're going to have a new attorney general who is going to be appointed, and he could be very sensitive to these lawsuits against the former president. Well, he's clearly views domestic terrorism as a huge problem, and he was the lead prosecutor in the Oklahoma City bombing case in, I believe it was 1995. And... Uh, he is the grandson of Holocaust survivors and um, has an interesting life story. Um, he's also the same person who um, President Obama nominated for the Supreme Court in uh, 2016, following uh, Justice Scalia's uh, passing and um, the Senate, which was then controlled by Republicans refused to even schedule a hearing on his nomination. 
So um, there's an interesting history with, with uh, Merrick Garland. Another uh, Trump-related news uh, story is uh, the Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal from a Pennsylvania case. And in this one, there were three dissenters. And, um, and it had to do with who has the power within each state to set the manner in which the elections are conducted. There's a Pennsylvania case. It would not have changed the result of the presidential election. It would not have changed the result of the uh, election results in Pennsylvania, but three Supreme Court justices, um, uh, I believe it was Thomas, uh, Alito and uh, uh, Gorsuch, thought that the court should have heard the case. It, it turned on who has the power to set the rules of the road in the states. Is it the legislature or can the courts change the rules because of a pandemic or some other reason? So it's an interesting uh, issue that remains unresolved. Uh, it came before the court, uh, similar issue, uh, earlier and was deadlocked four to four. And so we don't really know what powers courts have to change the rules based upon events on the ground, such as a pandemic, uh, or, or it could be something else. It could be uh, a natural disaster of some other sort. Well, uh, assuming that we have a conservative court by majority, uh, you're basically saying the court is throwing, is allowing states to make their own decisions and they don't want to interfere. That's what I think I hear you saying. Well, I think the constitution says that the states shall determine the manner of uh, the elections will be conducted. So you can have states where mail-in ballots have to be um, received by election day. You have rules in different states about whether you can start counting mail-in ballots before the election as they now do in Florida so that they were able to announce the results of the election promptly as opposed to Pennsylvania where you saw how it went on for days and days because they can't count those votes before election day. So all sorts of issues go into how elections should be conducted and, and whether the state gets to decide or whether judges can change the state rules is really the fundamental issue that the court ducked on, on this case uh, by a vote of six to three. Well, two more comments. One, I know that there's also a movement in some states to look for more validation on uh, vote, voting day of ID which they think, you know, in those states may be excluding a, a means for excluding some people from voting, making it more difficult for them. Clearly, uh, the politics has started for the next election. But I think where you started today, Mark, and that is that, and I saw an article where uh, previous President Trump uh, is pretty angry at his, his, his Supreme Court, which was conservative, that was unanimous about, you know, rejecting his, his pleas on his tax returns. I think that's a big deal. There's his Republican court or conservative court voting against him and voting for the general good of the public, which is what they're supposed to do. 
including three appointees of, of uh, by ex-president Trump. So right. wow. anyway, well, this will just keep going on, Jeffrey, for a long time. Well, this doesn't just keep giving you fuel and us fuel on Radio Entrepreneurs. I know it gives our producer, Chris Gerald, fuel so that he doesn't have to work. He likes to read this stuff all the time. Uh, but Mark, uh, clearly, you know, in this world today, doing business at any level, and this is Donald Trump's business we're talking about, is business affairs, you have to understand the rules and play with the rules. Eventually, you know, it catches up to you. And if somebody wants to understand the rules a lot better, how would they find you? I can be reached at 617-218-2025. That's my direct line. My email address is mfurman, F-U-R-M-A-N, at tbhr-law.com. Now, my dad used to say, if you can't make money being honest, it's not worth making money. So he used to say, you have to work harder and be smarter. And if you can't do it that way, you don't deserve to have it. So. Uh, as someone else likes to say to me, there are still a lot of people out there who like to do things the right way, and we hope that continues. And I want to thank you for your contributions, Mark. Thank you, Jeffrey, and great to be with you. You too. Remind everybody, this is Radio Entrepreneurs, and there are more stories to follow.